All right, it's Sunday and it's time for Sunday school because people need to be schooled and we don't live stream on Shabbat, so now's the time. Look at this. See that circle? That's for you who are late to Sunday school class. Uh, we try to do less cussing on this version of the show, uh, but if we can't um, guarantee that there will be no cussing as, uh, of course. This, uh, yes, of course. <laughs> this, of course, is my husband, Jason, and he will be joining us today for Sunday School. Thank you for having me. Um, part of the reason why I started doing this show uh, as like an addendum to the regular Fight Wing show uh, is because really... Uh, I have been wanting to do some sort of Jewish specific like Sunday school type of thing for a while. Uh, but the amount of ignorance about biblical history uh, that's flooded the internet since 10 7 uh, has essentially kind of forced my hand. Maybe go ahead and yeah. get on to doing it actually. So like here we are. I, like I like to say, if uh, if you're going to curse your family line and yourself in front of God, I would prefer you didn't. So we warn you first that you're cursing yourself in front of God by basically making him the, 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 the pit of your online arguments. So I was uh, going to do a um, short little song that... Um, the version that I'm reading of it is from this book called Bikol Echad, uh, but it's an old traditional Jewish song, and the melody that we do is uh, Sephardic, actually a Ladino um, melody from Spain. And I'll tell you what the translation is before I do the little song part. Um, the translation. Mm -hmm. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree and grow mighty like a cedar in Lebanon. That's a mighty frog, Carol's belong in your And uh, before we get into our reading, I wanted to play a short video of a little boy with a good point about reading. Thank you for having me. I am here to speak to you about the importance and benefits of reading.
So I just thought everyone, first of all, that was very wholesome. And I thought everyone would enjoy that just because he was so cute and wholesome and talking about reading, which is a very positive thing. But also I used it to make a point that even a little child like that, if guided correctly, can understand and appreciate the value of and, and importance of reading. Um, so what we have currently are people who prefer to do what I call quick uh, reading rather than deep reading. So they'll like Google something and read a paragraph about it and they won't understand the context or the meaning or anything about it, but they've read that line because they wanted to read it for some purpose. Like they had some agenda or they wanted to prove something. And occasionally, I mean, I find myself doing this too. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm gonna look up this fact and make sure I'm right about it when I'm talking about this thing. A lot of people do like quick reading like that. Um, but when we're talking about history and especially when we're talking about when lives are at stake and something like war, I think accuracy matters, right? A little bit more than, you know, like you can't change the definitions of terms. In war, you can't say, well, I, I'm trans war and this isn't really happening to me. Right, no, yeah. you're getting shot at. It's you're really either going to learn how to fight, and kill, or you're dead. You know. Yeah. And uh, the the whole idea that that um, that people can escape uh, something that's pro persecuting them by changing the name. Yeah. Is messed up. Like you, you're telling me, oh well, you see, the Palestinians were Philistines. Well, that was the yeah. The, that's kind of where I was leading. Well, I with think. This well, I think they. Well, sorry, but didn't mean to break. No, no, no. Exactly. Well, that's the that's. If you ask a Palestinian, yo, are you a Philistine? They'll be like, hell no, we're, we're not Philistines. That would mean we all died in the Bible and we were cursed by God. And, the, you know, that's and, and and again, the Philistines were invaders as well. Doesn't Philistine mean Philistine, Philistine means invader? Um, means invader in Hebrew. Um, and I believe Philish also means invader. In King Solomon, Christian. Jewish, not Arab. King David, Jewish, not Arab. Moshe, Jewish, not Arab. These founding fathers of Judaism weren't Arabs ever. And so to say that they were, you're cursing yourself in front of God and man. That's the, and, and I would rather you didn't. I'm not here to say, change your mind because we gave you this new information. I'm here to say, search your heart. Look inside yourself and realize that you're lying to yourself and others. And you're doing yourself a big disservice as well as your family life. So... so I agree mm -hmm. fully. There's a certain line. Uh, here's just an example uh, of using things wrong and then, and then essentially cursing yourself. There is a line of uh, black Muslims who uh, would be, say, connected. And there's an element that still exists of this within the nation of Islam that believes not only in a historical narrative but something that they really wouldn't want to say if they knew what it meant 
And what I'm talking about is the uh, Moorish Science Temple and their belief that uh, black people are all descendants of the Moabites. They're yeah. reaching for a biblical connection. They want to be in the Bible too. Well, guess what? Black people are in the Bible. In Kush, it's called Ethiopia. Uh, Moshe's wife uh, was one. Uh, but rather than look for the actual black people in the Bible, they found who they thought sounded like badass warriors and who fought the Jews and wanted to identify with that. And so they identified with the Moabites. The problem with the Moabites, though, is um, you wouldn't really want to call yourself, a first of all, they were not black. They were uh, specifically Arabic tribes. And not all Arabs, but a specific small group of Arabic tribes are descendants of the Moabites. But the Moabite tribe was started by the two daughters laid with their father. And I mean lay in the biblical sense as in had sex and got pregnant. Oh no, hot dog. So that's how they started their tribe. It's it's inbred, right? So the reason why the Moabites are so brutal and quote unquote badass warriors in the Bible, as some people might view it, is because they're inbreds. They're literally father and daughter. They're the most forbidden possible inbreeding way that you can be. They that's what they are. And and by of course by doing this type of thing, getting his daughter pregnant, I mean, obviously that is not only a vile sin and a curse on his soul, but that's a curse on the line of everybody who comes yeah, from that. Everyone. So, yeah, don't say you're a Moab. Yeah, learn about it first because you're you're basically connecting children to these falsified views, and then you are in turn responsible for corrupting their soul as well. So that's something people should think of. But also, if the blacks were the real Jews, so the Bible commands us to be circumcised, eat kosher, and you know follow halakha, convert if you're not a Jew, have a Jewish mother. These are all things that the Bible tells you you have to do to be Jewish. So when black people say, well, the blacks are the real Jews, not according to the Bible. Not according because to Because re a real Jew who converts and reads the Torah would never call himself a black Jew like that. It's not a thing. Yeah, he would just he would be say, black I'm, and I'm Jewish. Black and Jewish. He wouldn't be like, I'm black and that makes me a Jew. And trying to culturally appropriate the entire ethnic group and act like, well, no, it's actually us because it's just as big a lie as that the Civil War was over slavery. So you're pushing both of the big lies. Yeah. Good for you. There's a lot of people looking for scriptural uh, representation. Yeah. Like how they look to the television and they say, I don't see enough people like me on there. I don't see enough people like me in the media. I, you know, there's not enough people of color or gay people or this and that. Everybody tries to write themselves into everything. But in history, you can't write yourself in. It's already been written. It's over. It's done. So we have a combination of people who want to say they were in the Bible, but they weren't the Jews, which pretty much means they were fighting the Jews or they were some type of pagans. Yeah. 
Um, well, it's important to or both. it's important to differentiate between the two beliefs. You know, someone that's a Jewish person and someone that's a Gentile, because Gentiles can come in many different forms of belief. You know, atheist, pagan, hardcore Christian, Christian, Buddhist. or Buddhist, Taoist, and stuff. A Jew is just a Jew. And the Jew is tasked with re completing the holidays, which are in the Torah. That's what right. why we're chosen. We're That's chosen to complete these holidays. Chosen people. That's another thing I want to mention about the concept of chosen people refers to being chosen to the, follow the book. It's follow it, the book. It's a Not radical chosen to be the best. It's a radical viewpoint, but I believe that the twenty-two nations surrounding Israel are supposed to protect Israel while they study Talmud and Torah. And in turn, God will bless their Quran. And I know that's a, a fringe view, kind of like the Civil War wasn't over slavery. But the fact remains, well, that, God said that, it's not, not that, me. Yeah, it's not that crazy. Okay? That's what your job is. You are our cousins. You are not supposed to be having a war with us. It's retarded. Excuse it, it, me, it, on Sunday school, I said the R word. But no, you know, you're right, though. It's, it's well, a slow way. And if they would put their, and, and those nations, which continually make war against Israel, would put their hand down, they would see God bless their land. And they would feel it and know that, hey, there is a God for the Arab and there's a God for the Jew. It's the same one. All right. And uh, you can't you can't use human language to separate him and say, well, you know, he. He, he's there's an Arab God only and he's a law and there's a Jewish God only and he's a Shem. No, there's just one God, okay? And, and he doesn't involve himself in all the different languages, you know? And he knows like, all of them. Like for an example, for an example, like, you know, I like to be say, this is my religion. But what I learned about Judaism was that God blesses all humans, not just Jewish humans. Right, who practice. Adam and Eve were so, created in the image of God and they weren't a specific religion. There you go. There you go. And uh, you're you're denying basic facts of uh, religion and what it says in the book, you know. And you're you're going off in the metaphor land where those are metaphors. Well, what I'm saying is that you don't have to do that because every people is already represented in the Bible. If you don't like the way that your people look in that, well, then that's that. The fault of the Jews. Yeah, well, possibly it could be that there's a future thing coming for you, and but maybe you, you know, need to read more. It's, it's, it's you know, look at the rest of the representation. Or like they say, the beatings will continue until morale improves. If you continue to keep harping on God and, and cursing Him and, and saying that the Palestinians deserve the land that He gave to the Jews, well, go ahead, curse yourself. Keep cursing yourself. Watch death visit your communities. I saw That's what someone happens. simple. Leave the most ridiculous comment today. And they said, well, I just Googled it. Uh, the <laughs> Philistines were in these, so so mentioned in these parts of the Bible. We know that the word Palestine is uh, based on the word Philistine. So if they're mentioned in the Bible, then obviously they've been there since the Bible. So I asked the young man, I never got a response yet. Do you know what happens to the Philistines? It's not relevant to them, you know. Does it does it not matter to you that the Philistines, first of all, were driven three into of, the sea? They only <laughs> had five cities. That's three, got driven into the sea. Three of their five cities were already destroyed before Joshua and the Israelites showed up. They were destroyed by the Anakites. Okay. And then we showed up and kicked the Anakites' asses and took the rest of it. Who was he fighting when he blew down the walls? 
Canaanites, which included the Anakites, who were the tall people that kicked the asses of the Philistines. The Philistines came back and tried to fight the Hebrews again later. We vanquished them. I mean, by the end of Jeremiah, they've disappeared. They are wiped out. So to say that, well, we're we're the uh, Philistines. Well, number one, you're invaders back then. You weren't the actual residents. And number two, you're wiped out. So how would you be the guys now? It makes no sense. But speaking of Book of Jeremiah, I just, you know, I like to open to like a random page. Yeah. You know? So you I, just, I opened, uh, yeah, and I found uh, myself in Jeremiah. Uh, and I just thought I would read this little bit. So from Jeremiah 50, hold on. Yeah. There we go. 51. 46. And let not your heart faint, neither fear ye, for the rumor that shall be heard in the land. For a rumor shall come one year, and after that in another year a rumor, and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. Therefore, behold, the days come that I will do judgment upon the graven images of Babylon, and her whole land shall be ashamed, and her slain shall fall in the midst of her. Then the heaven and the earth, and all that is therein shall sing for joy over Babylon, for the spoilers shall come into her from the north, said the Lord. And Babylon hath caused the slain of Israel to fall. So at Babylon shall fall the slain of all the land. Ye have escaped the sword. Go ye, stand not still, remember the Lord from afar, and let Jerusalem come into your mind. So Good one to open to. Um, Thanks, Hashem. <laughs> Why um, would it say that uh, if the land belonged to Babylonians, essentially? Babylonians. Babylon is, is modern day Iraq. Um, so. Babil. Yeah, so, so, like, why. Really? Why, why would it say that? Um, and why would it say Jerusalem? To have Jerusalem come into your heart. It doesn't say Al-Quds. No. It says Jerusalem. And it talks about the slain of Israel. And. Even though. Philistines are mentioned elsewhere in this. They're not mentioned there. In what seems like a very important part. Because. Babylonians are the problem now. The Philistines are not even around anymore. So. And that's just a simple opening of the book. I mean, yeah, you know, we're I not mean, reading too far into it. You don't have follow, to go follow, the, follow the path, you know. There's a reason they're called Holy Scriptures. Because many people for many, many years have considered this to be God's word and the law and a proper history of the world. While everybody might not agree that it's an exact history, and yes, it didn't detail everything from around the world, it may be uh, hedonistic in a sense where it only refers to a certain region of the world. I, okay, I'll appreciate that. Um, but what we're talking about, 
the hot topic of the day is this region of the world. And this is not only a religious book or uh, folk tales or something. This is a military history book. Yeah. This has artifacts throughout the land that can document these stories, at least most of them, actually occurring. So when we say that, well, the Bible's all a bunch of BS, well, maybe you don't believe the spiritual elements of it. That's up to you. But the historical elements are, there is no better source for the historical elements than this, which was the primary text of the history of the world at the time. So let me ask you a question, because this will be spicy. So regardless of what we all know about the Palace, what should be done here? What, what do you think from reading the Bible? What do you think? I know what I think. So, what do you think? It's your Sunday school, so maybe you can tell me because we, we're not we're not the type of people who are out here like, well, you know, nothing's happening to the Palestinians, and it's just, the Israel is just fighting back. I don't necessarily agree with the response over there in Israel myself right now at all. I mean, but not, after October seventh, can yeah. you blame them? No, it's probably not the most tactical thing in the beginning. But number two, to imagine that every Jew in America somehow has the ear of the Jewish Israeli government. Is 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 almost like blood libel. Because we, is. we don't have anything to do with you. Do we have anything to do with the American government? No, they don't talk to us. It's ridiculous. The government isn't your friend in any situation. So all these myriad of people That's saying, like we find in the nearest Iranian guy and beating his ass because, about the mullahs. Yeah, because the mullahs, yeah, or beat someone's ass over you know Joe Biden. Why right. do they do that? It, it's so ignorant. And, and the more people don't understand that, the bottom line here, Israel means freedom, Hamas means slavery. Very simple. There's no two sides of the story. There's no this, that, and the other thing. What Hamas considers to be their normal, regular, run-of-the-mill routine is slavery to Islamic Sharia law. Now, you can say whatever you want about me for saying this. I would. I don't hear Muslims that don't believe in Islamic Sharia law. I don't hear them speaking up and saying, well, that's predominantly something that belongs in the East. No, you're trying to instill it in the West now. And we can all see you. Well, one of the issues with that is that you're not going to hear them. <laughs> I mean, you're not, even if they feel that way, you're not going to hear them. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to speak. Well, it's out too late. They, it's too late for them to speak. Game. At this point, it's too late. After October 7th, it changed the rules of combat. Now you had pushed us all into a corner, and this is what you reap. You you reap the whirlwind. You don't get a chance to go back before October 7th. I bet a lot of you would love to go back before October 7th, it, where right? you know there was you guys had uh, gourmet restaurants in Gaza. What do you have now? Dust in your mouth. Why? Right. Because the Lord God made it so. Those, those Jewish IDF, that's a defense force. And look what they did to your city. Can you imagine if they were the offensive force? Lee? Come on, you know? Look, it, it's more proof of that God works in mysterious ways and some of them not so mysterious. Continually Bible, cursing the Jews and the people of Israel will get you punished. You don't have to believe us. In the Bible, um, the hand of God is not always a kind 
and 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 a loving hand that's going to pat you on your head and tell you did a good job. The Lord is a man of war. Um, yeah, like those fish. It. The reason why it's not some patriarchal sex is you call him the father. The reason why we call him the father is because he sets the rules. Is he, we come from him and he sets the rules. That's yeah. a similar role to a father. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not down to like, oh well, I'm I he he's just my personal dad and and we're chums and we go out fishing. You know what I mean? It, no, he's it, supposed to represent a strong father, not just like you know nowadays dads. I guess I'm trying well, to well, emphasize a, what a other, traditional what other, father. What other religion and belief group was as far back as the cavemen and forcing people to wash their hands as a form of prayer? Right. What does your religion do that? Thousands of lives have been saved by basic things like hand washing. Telling them not to screw their sisters, you know, all these Jewish influence that, you know, don't screw your sister, don't eat pigs because they eat their own shit. Let's see, what else? Don't eat insects because it's disgusting. They also eat poop. That Jewish influence that you don't want. I want to rape my sister and eat pigs that eat shit. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, you don't want that, you know guy in the town telling people not to act that way if he's, he's shady or something yeah. uh, so the there's a, there's gonna be a reason why uh they're not gonna speak against um any of the october 7th bit too much you know well, some of them have for sure because they're the type of people who you can expect that from them and they're good people but then a lot of them you know they've just doubled down on fighting for Palestine and saying, oh, well, this, this Emperor Hadrian, I just love him and that, you know, boy slaves that we kept. And then we kept boy slaves. These people are fighting for a country that the guy kept boy slaves. He named, it, yeah. named them boy. He, he carried them around into battle. With so them. let's, let's have a, a look while we're discussing, you know, wrong historical narratives. Yeah. Um, look at this one. Put something on this. <laughs> talking about who really owns the land um we're, we're going to run into a little bit of a problem because for the jews 
we're only permitted to tell a lie if it's to prevent harm. As in the story shown there, where Sarah laughs to herself and says, and how shall I be charmed by, by a hundred-year-old husband or, or something to that effect. Uh, and God then goes and says to Abraham was, that she was concerned that she couldn't get pregnant at this age. Um, not so much, you know, like to fib and soften the blow because first off, Sarah with, withdrew what she said. She, she, she didn't mean to say it. She tried to hide what she said. And then secondly, uh, to, not to hurt Abraham's feelings and say, well, you're, you know, your wife thinks you're too old to get her pregnant. Okay. <laughs> so, and the other reason is to save a life. So when we're talking about Judaism, those are really the only, a, a religious Jew anyway, a Jew can only lie to prevent harm of someone, either a person or an animal. However, as you saw there, Takiya, which is the Muslim rule that you know decides when they can do things that are normally not allowed in their religion, it says that they can lie to save a life or to stop harm, or if there's a great deal of property at stake. That's a problem because this whole war is a oh, property dispute. Property dispute. And they're allowed to lie. Yeah. And they're lying. They are lying left and right. And they don't feel bad about it because they're allowed to, because they feel that my religion tells me that I can protect my property by lying. No. The same way that we believe that you know you can protect your own property by uh if someone tries to come in and, and kill you at night it has to be at night you can only kill someone that comes in your house at night in judaism if they come in they break in during the day the presumption is that they thought you were away at work and they weren't intending to run into you if they break into your house at night you're allowed to kill them because the presumption is they should have known you were home and they're there to kill you Okay, so when we're talking about the, the, just, these are two completely different worldviews. I can kill you if you come to kill me on my property is very different than I can lie and say this is my property. Mm -hmm. Also, furthermore, slaves are considered property. So in Islam, a kidnapped girl can easily say, well, she's uh, an indentured servant who's paying off a debt because it's a lie to protect property. This is dangerous. This is not like something that normal religious people in the world, like Christians and Jews in the West, we consider, well, they're a religious person. They're not going to lie, or at least they're going to try to not lie or apologize if they do lie. But we're talking about an entire you know, 1.3 billion people who think it's okay to lie to protect property. This is why you're not going to hear any complaints from most Muslims, unless they're really, really based and they truly in their heart are pure and they say, I know that's not our property. We should not be 
lying about it. There's a handful of those. We see them. Most of them are Druze and Israeli Arabs, and very few of them are actually Muslim. There are a handful of Muslims that are saying this. The gaslighting but it's a tiny amount. is so big that you can see why it causes conflict over there. Where sometimes the only thing you do is shoot the motherfucker. Excuse me. Shoot yeah, the guy who's yeah. echoing. Like I mean, the idea, I mean, there's never going to be a lasting peace with somebody who believes they can lie to protect property. Or someone who, you know, like Golda Meir says, hates you more than they love their own kids. You know, they, they would they would kick their kid out of the way to beat you up. You know, uh, that's, yes. That's, and that's we small. saw that recently with a guy carrying his child wrapped in a Palestine flag over to the IDF. Kill him, shoot him, you know you want to. And trying to get the the little little ass kid trying to get him to throw rocks at the IDF. The kid just drops the rocks like, I don't throw rocks, I don't even do anything to me. You know, they they're trying to brainwash kids into fucking violence, hatred, all based on a lie to protect property. Yeah. And um we're not allowed to lie to protect property. No. Nope. All right. We're not allowed to lie. If of you course look at the, if you look at the Torah and Leviticus, God says, What did he hate the most? Liars. People, liars and people quick to anger. Meaning if, if you, you just can't let your anger go and talk about it with somebody. Like some people say stuff to me, like someone will start off with saying, Well, you know, these people from these companies are Jewish. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll humor you, but right away. I'm a little angry because what does it fucking matter if somebody else is Jewish about things? You know, does right. that mean, oh, so they what bring bagels to work? It's not relevant. All humans are human. Yeah. Okay. If someone's Jewish and they do a horrible crime, that has no reflect on Judaism. Well, they're breaking Judaism. They're breaking it. So, how exactly? So, you know, people. <clears throat> but when we're talking Sunday school, I hear <clears throat> about people who are going with that's even within their religious. Allowances. What do you think the ones who are not that religious yeah, are doing? About it. What do you think the ones who don't, you know, who are half-assed and just identify it and cherry-pick the parts that they like? They're picking the most brutal shit, especially that line to protect property. They're big fans of it. That's probably one of their favorite parts is Takia for those half-asses who are just identity Muslims. All right, that's probably their favorite part. Uh, just like. When you come across somebody who's a cherry picker of of Judaism, you can't you say, well, don't try to represent us and don't try to, you know, because it says what it says. All right. You can say, I don't follow all the <laughs> stuff that it says. I don't quite live up to the standard that it's asking. But you can't deny that it says what it says. And the rules are what they are. I mean. I don't know how much more clear I could be on that, but you finish it up. <laughs> okay. Thanks everyone for me having me on here. All right, that was Jason, and uh, thank you for appearing and uh, coming along and uh, reading that uh, bit for Zadik Katamar. Um, gonna start winding it down momentarily here, but uh, I also wanted to mention. Um, the other thing about uh, the Palestine lie um, that is sad to me is that some of those people 
have actually been there since ancient times and they're descendants of ancient Jews who were forced to convert to Islam. And now they're identifying with the invaders stronger than with their true ancestors. And to me, that is the most sickening and disgusting part of all of this is that among them, there are actual original Jews who could easily convert back, join the Jewish people, join the nation of Israel, and improve their path, bring light into the world, but instead they want to bring this darkness, this hatred, you know? I guess there's a reason why these people were converted away from following the, the path of righteousness, because as you see, they don't want to be righteous people. If they wanted to be righteous people, they would primarily focus on peace, not, oh, well, we need a statehood for this and that, and, you know, and everybody wants to say, well, you know, the Israelis got a statehood in Palestine. You know, the Israelis needed fucking statehood because guess what? Just like you see today, people all over the world hate and want to kill Jews. There's never been an instance in the world where people all over the world were hating and trying to kill Palestinian people. All right. First of all, there's no such thing as Palestinian people as a people it's a political ideology it's a political designation but let's say that people all over the world didn't want to kill communists you know people all over the world didn't want to kill any of these groups that are voicing their strong opinions about what the jews should do have never been in our shoes never will and have no right to say anything about it and for the record, while we're talking about it, Jews who are descendants of the ancient Jews that still live there, some of them stayed Jewish and are like Naturi Karta type, you know? They're anti hardline anti-Zionist. Now there's a difference between a non-Zionist Jew, which means yes, he believes that the Jews have, you know, that this is Jewish land, um, but they don't necessarily support the political movement to make a state there a, a jewish state however anti hardcore anti-zionists uh will be using the idea of the three oaths from the talmud to say and this is not strict torah but it's talmud so it's interpretation of torah all right and it's saying that there are three oaths and that we should not take uh, the, the land of Israel by force, and, we would, and if we do conquer the land of Israel, we should be, not be at full force. Like we shouldn't have like the uh, we shouldn't conquer it with with a major army. If we go in, we should go in, you know, quietly. And which actually we did. We didn't go in and conquer and forge the fucking state of Israel with full force. We had a diplomatic process where the nations helped us do this. This, was, this is the way that it was supposed to be done. We didn't go in there and just kill the fuck out of everybody. Bam, 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 get out of here, British. Bam, 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 get out of here, uh, Arabs. You know, we didn't do that. All right? So when they say that, oh, well, we, we were not supposed to go in and conquer the land in full force. Well, I hate to break it to you. I know you're, you know, you don't know any 
history outside of what they teach them in, in these weird Sabbath yeshivas. But we didn't. We didn't go take the land by force. Tons of Jews were living there, and a political decision was made to form the government of Israel and the government of Jordan. And they had their area, and we had our area. Most of Jordan is actually biblical Jewish land anyway, but not everybody made a big fucking deal out of that because they figured, yeah, the Arabs do need a place to go. Jordan is the place that they're supposed to go. Jordan is the Arab Palestine, the only Arab state that has ever been in the Palestine mandate area is Jordan. So go there. That's all I'm saying. It's so terrible to live in Gaza. It's, you know, it, it, it's all of these things. It was beautiful until they decided to do October 7th, you know. But regardless, the third oath is that the nations shall not harshly or excessively persecute the Jews. And they broke it. They broke it. They broke the, the oath. This is a bilateral contract. This is not a unilateral thing. We only took as much land, not by force, as we needed to feel safe, which is allowed, both in Talmud and Torah. So doesn't matter whose interpretation you're reading, if you understand the history that actually happened, it fulfills everything that's required there. Please, whether you're religious or secular, do your research about the other. If you're religious, do your research about the secular world. If you're secular, do your research about the religious world. Because you need to know about both in this fucking world today. If you don't understand people's religious beliefs, you don't understand actual history that really happened, you need these two things to be able to function and discuss anything nowadays, especially with so much gaslighting and ahistorical lies going around. So that's all I have to say for this Sunday school. Shalom, stay blessed, and uh, read your Bible.